Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show with your host, Adam Tuggle. Yes, we are here. We are back again for another episode. Amen. This is the show that gets your week started off right. This is the show where the gospel is told and not sold, y'all. Man, we are so blessed to be with you all on today. Um, Man, I just want to uh, just start off by saying, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I bless his holy name on today. Amen. We thank God for being here. Uh, back in the studio again on today. Man, we have a very, very phenomenal show for you today. Um, I, I thank God for this show. This is uh, today. Uh, if you hear hearing my voice today, you know it's another day. Uh, it's another Monday. Amen. Monday, February the 7th. Amen. I, I thank God for being in the land of the living. I thank God for being here on today. <clears throat> Today's topic, we're going to be discussing, man, it's, it's, it's getting ready to, man, y'all, y'all ready for this? Y'all ready? Man, we got a phenomenal topic today. It is titled, Pursue the Territory, amen, Pursue the Territory on today, guys, y'all, man, I, I'm, I'm thankful for this topic, I'm thankful for you listening to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show on today. Man, if you aren't ready for this episode, get ready. Buckle your seatbelts because we're getting ready to go further in levels that, that we have never, ever seen before in Jesus' name. So what I want you to do, uh, stay tuned. Keep your ears tuned in. Keep keep your keep your radios or our phones or whatever you're listening to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast on. Keep it locked in to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast show with your host, Adam Tuggle. And we will come back after this commercial break and we will dive into this topic on today in Jesus name on this episode of the Summit Internet Radio Podcast show. God bless you. I love you. And I will see you after this commercial break. God bless you in Jesus name. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle. Yes, we are here. We are live. We are so excited. Um, Before we get started, I want to say we are so, so, so excited uh, to uh, be here on today. Uh, Another uh, beautiful Monday. It is the sun is shining. There's still snow on the ground from last, you know, last week's storms um, here in Indianapolis, but the snow is drying up and the sun is out and the sun is shining and it wasn't as as cold as it was. So we thank God for that. But um, I want to say thank you to each and every one of our listeners. I know that I do this every single episode, but I love doing it, doing it because I love keeping you guys engaged um, in the topics. Amen. I love keeping y'all engaged in Jesus name. Um, thank you to every listener that listens to the summit internet radio podcast show. Whether you listen to us on 
uh, Spotify, Anchor, uh, whatever platform you listen to this show on, thank you, amen. And to keep to keep it going, I I, I have to keep uh, you uh, tuned in to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. Make sure, make sure we're gonna have a question. I'm gonna have a question. Uh, as you can see down there, we have we're gonna start having questions for each episode. And we've done them for a couple and we've tested it out, but we want to stay engaged with the with our audience. So we want you to come in, be engaged with us, send a message. Um, If you want, uh, hit us up on the Facebook page. Uh, You can go to my Facebook page, Adam Tuggle. You can go right there, leave leave a comment or you can leave a comment right here on if you're on Spotify, you can leave a comment. Um, if you're on Anchor, you can leave a comment um, in Jesus' name. Um, you can leave your testimony, whatever it might be, and you might be featured on the ep- on on a episode of the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. Amen. I want to stay engaged with you guys. Amen. I love doing this. Um, when the Lord blessed us with this platform, man, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. So we want to stay engaged. With you, any and everywhere around the world, in the United States, out of the United States, in Canada, Africa, you know, wherever you might live, amen, whatever country you might live in, we want you to engage with us as we engage with you. So make sure that you go to Anchor, uh, go to Spotify in Jesus' name, and make sure you engage with us. You can go to our Facebook page. We do. I, I do. I have a a, a a TikTok account. You can hit me up on TikTok. Uh, you can also um, go to Instagram. You can also go to uh, Facebook. And those are all of the platforms that we are on. You can hit us up on this show. So just engage with us in Jesus name. Amen. Also, before we get started, I want to say this. I cannot start the show without doing this because I get in trouble. Amen. <laughs> um, and this is a this is a uh, I want to say happy belated birthday to my wife who turned <clears throat> um, that that many years old. Amen. Um, but on all all joking aside, happy birthday. I love you. Um, I thank God for you. I praise God for you being my wife, the mother of our children. I thank God for you in Jesus' name. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, to uh, uh, Kaswana Tuggle. Amen. I thank you and I love you. Um, and I hope to share many more of your birthdays with you in Jesus' name and many of my birthdays to come with me. Amen. In Jesus name. Um, also, make sure I want to show some love to our sponsors. Um, <clears throat> one of our uh, one of our sponsors, um, I want to show some love to Snap Photography. We, 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 we show love to Snap all the time. Snap has been there. Amen. 
We show love to Snap Photography, the owner and founder of Snap Photography, my my good friend, my brother from another mother, amen, Angelo Martinez. Um, we thank God uh, for him um, helping us out over here at the Summit Internet Radio Podcast. Um, make sure if you have any photography, um, uh, videography, uh, uh, whatever, you know, make sure you go to my buddy's uh, Facebook page, Angelo Martinez. He posts up things about Snap all the time, all the time. That's his that's his thing. Videos, editing, dem- uh, uh, uh everything video amen um he you he does it and he's very good at what he does amen um the logo that you see on the summit uh for for the uh, podcast um he designed our logo for the show amen so we thank god for him we also thank god for fit for fresh fades mobile barbering um this is my cousin jermaine wallace um he does great hair he does great haircuts amen um he's cut my hair and and things and and uh we thank god for him and and uh we also want to thank god for our last but not least and i saved this person for last but not least because this is my very own big brother uh, the the one of the uh people in in my family that i grew up with in my and in my parents' household, amen, my brother Marquise Barber um, and his lovely wife, my sister-in-law, uh, the my, my, my sister-in-law, amen, Courtney Barber, in Jesus' name, thank God for them and their company, the Kingdom Cleaning Service um, here in Indianapolis, Indiana, we thank God for them in Jesus' name, they do great work at a great price for businesses for houses they will they will clean your house they will clean your business they will they will make it sparkle amen so hit marquise up marquise barber right there on facebook um in jesus name amen we thank god for all three of our sponsors in jesus name and if you would like to be a sponsor uh for the show um you can uh, do it two ways. If you want to be a sponsor for the podcast, um, go to my Facebook page, Adam Tuggle. Um, leave me an, in, an inbox on Facebook and we will uh, talk about it. Or you can go on Spotify and there is a button that you can push uh, to give uh, uh, be a sponsor on the podcast, amen. Or you can go to Anchor and be a sponsor on the podcast, amen. And we, it does not matter what what uh, sponsorship you want to give. It does not matter. We're not asking for we're not asking for money, amen. But um, uh, we we are uh, taking sponsorships in Jesus' name. Because this helps the show uh, do better in Jesus' name and get the gospel more out there to the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, All right. Now, now that we got all the preliminaries out of the way, 
we're getting ready to dive into this topic in Jesus name. Um, now, what I want to say is, first of all, what I want to say is the title of this episode is uh, Pursue the Territory or Pursue the Territories. What this title means is this. And you might say, well, I know what it means is pursue. You got to go after the territory, right? Yes. Yes. But in pursuing the, the, the main focus of this topic in this title is not the territory part. It's the pursuit. It's the pursuing of the territory. And some of us as people, we want to, you know, get what we get, what we need, get what we can get, what we want, you know, everything. But if we go after, we have to know what to go after and we have to know when to go after it. Amen. And that's where the spirit of the Lord comes in to let us know. When, how, and why to go after it. And what to go after it at that. What, when, why, and where. And how to go after it. Amen. The pursuit of the territory that we are looking at. Amen. The reason why we need the Lord to pursue the territory or territories is because there are territories or territory in our lives that the Lord has placed on our lives. There are things that we must go after in the spiritual to gain the natural. And every territory that we gain in the natural is connected to the spiritual. So we can't do without the spiritual, which means the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know people want to be successful. People want to be successful in everything that they do. Well, this is a way to gain success, naturally and spiritually. The pursuit of the territory. It is the pursuit. It is the way we go about it. It is what we want, what we want to pursue also. We have to think about it. What is it that you want out of your life? What is it that you that you're trying to gain? And you have to look at what is what I'm trying to gain. Is it something that will harm my life or is it something that will help my life? I had a friend one time uh, tell me I was in. uh, Yeah, I was in middle school. And at that time. I liked this girl in my middle school and my friend told me what looks good to you may not always be good for you. And I thank my friend that told me that I'm not going to, you know, say their name, but I thank my friend for telling me that because that stuck with me up until my adulthood and that stuck with me even to this day. What looks good to you may not always be good for you. 
what you have in your mind and what you see in in the natural or what you see in the spiritual may not always be good for you. So we have to analyze what we're seeing. We have to analyze what we want to go after. Now, the Bible, all through the Bible, there is a pursuit. There is a pursuit of things, places, territories, land, whatever you want to call it. There is a pursuit all through the Bible. All through the Bible, you read pursuit. Pursue. You read the word pursue. Now, the word pursue, you may not see the word pursue all through the Bible, but the word pursue in the definition of pursue is uh, read about in the Bible all through it. Whether if, for example, Moses uh, freeing the children of Israel out of out of uh, Egypt, their pursuit was to get out of Egypt. Amen. Their pursuit was to get to uh, a land that was flowing with milk and honey. Amen. Their pursuit was to make it out of the bondage that they were in. Amen. Job's pursuit was to keep his faith. The three Hebrew boys' pursuit was to keep their relationship intact with God no matter who did or said what. That's their that was their pursuit. They pursued the relationship with Christ. That was their pursuit. In the in the in the foreground of the word pursuit, we have to understand there is a study that we must do before we activate the word pursuit. There is a there is a time to study what we're going after. There is a time to look at what we're going after. It is a time to think about what is it going to bring me? What am I going to bring to it? And what is it going to do to affect the people around me? If I pursue this thing, if I pursue this territory, what is it going to do? Not just for me, but my relationship with Christ, my, 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 my family, the people around me. Will me going after this? And I'm just using this as an example. Will me going at, will this help my relationship with Christ going after this job? Hmm. Will this will this help my relationship with Christ going after this man or woman pursuing this man or this woman pursuing this relationship? And I'm just using these things as an example, y'all. I'm not saying it. I'm just using this. Will the pursuit of me going after something Will it harm my relationship or will it increase my relationship with Christ? Because everything that we do in life, everything that we do in life must please the Lord Jesus Christ. It has to. We we shouldn't want to do it if it does not please 
the man upstairs. Amen. If it does not please God, we shouldn't want it for our lives anyway. I I don't care what it is. I don't I don't care if it's cars, clothes, money, uh, relationships. I don't care. Amen. We should want the same thing that God wants for us. But to get to that place, we have to. Our pursuit is not of the thing. The pursuit is what God wants for us. Amen. God has territory set for our lives that he wants us to pursue. Our mindset as mankind, as we saw from Genesis all the way to Revelations, Our pursuit for our lives is different from the pursuit that God has for our lives. But our pursuit must be in the lines, in line with God's pursuit. Because God's pursuit will not only help you, but it will help others. It will will be a pursuit of protection. Mm. Let me show you. Let's go to... Judges, Judges chapter 7, verses 2 through 7. And we'll see. This is why I said in the pursuit for the territory, we must understand that in the pursuit, we must know a couple things. Why we're pursuing it. Well, what we're pursuing, why we're pursuing it, how we're going to pursue it. And what is the outcome of that? What will be the outcome of that pursuit? And how will that how will that pursuit affect myself and the people around me? In my relationship, mainly my relationship with Christ. How will this pursuit of what I'm trying to get for my life affect my relationship with Christ? These are the three things that we need to look at. Our relationship with Christ, ourself, and the people around us. Because if it's not pleasing unto the our relationship with Christ, if it's not pleasing unto God, we shouldn't want it. Amen. So let's go to Judges chapter 7 and let's look at, because every pursuit that God has. Now watch this. I want you to see that before we read this. The pursuit of our flesh, whatever we choose to pursue using our flesh, it's it's not always good. The pursuit is not always good. The pursuit is not always thought, thought out. What the devil wants us to pursue is not thought out. It's not always, and it's not good to, it's, it's, it's not a good thought out. It's not thought out. It's not strategized. It's just some, most of the time it's off a whim. And you can get yourself in dangerous territory um, doing that. But the pursuit that God has for us and the territory that God has for us set for our lives, there's always, you'll see it, there's always a planning, a strategy, And then the pursuit. There's always a strategy and a planning and then the pursuit. Amen. There's always any time God has. 
a pursuit for you to take a territory, a job, or whatever it might be. There's always, he always shows us how to maneuver, where to go, what to do before we even pursue that thing. Watch this. In Judges chapter 7, this is an example of God uh, strategizing the pursuit of a thing. Strategizing, planning the pursuit before they pursue the territory. Amen. This is it right here in Judges chapter 7, verses 2 through 7. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people that are with thee are too, are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Lest Israel vaunt itself against me, saying, Mine own hands have saved me. Now therefore, go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. And there returned of the people twenty and two thousand, and there remained ten thousand. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, who I, whom I will say unto thee, this shall go with thee. The same shall go with thee. And whomsoever I say unto thee, this shall not go with thee. The same shall not go. So he brought down the people unto the water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that lappeth of the water with his tongue as a dog lappeth, him shalt thou sin by himself. Likewise, every man that bowed down unto his knees to drink, and the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were three hundred men. But all the rest of the people bowed down unto their knees to drink the water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that lapped, will I give, will I save you and deliver you, deliver the Midianites into thy hand? And let all the other people go every man unto their own place. Now, as we just read, he gave, the Lord gave Gideon strategy. He told Gideon what will happen. He told, he even told him how many, how many soldiers he would need to take the territory of the Midianites. 
You see how God shows the way he's going to allow you to take the territory. He gives specific instructions. When we pursue territories or or things, sometimes it is not thought out that way. Sometimes we look upon a person or we look upon a thing and we, oh man, I got to have that. I got to do it. I got to have this. I got to, no. Think about, before you pursue it, think about it. Is this going to be good for me? Is this going to be good for my my children? Is this going to be good for my family? Is this going to be good for my wife? Is this going to be good for my, for, is this going to leave Is this going to be good for my relationship with Christ? Amen. We see a lot of people jump into things, not even thinking about it first. Not even thinking about it first. They just want because they and I'll use relationships, for example, I'll use relationships. I see so many Females and males jump into relationships just because they're lonely. They pursue relationships. They end up getting they they pursue it quickly. They 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 jump into it and then they get hurt. They give and give and give and give and give and then they end up hurt. Then they end up, not only do they end up hurt, but they end up drained because they've jumped into it. They didn't ask God first. They didn't pray about it. They didn't seek the Lord. They didn't think about it. They just, oh, they just saw the muscles. They just saw the the the, the gorgeous face. They just saw the light skin, the dark skin, whatever skin. I, I don't care what it is. They just saw the the pretty flowing hair. That's all they saw. They saw the they saw the waves in, in bro's hair. They saw the muscles. And they said, oh yeah, that's it. See, the devil, what the devil does, I call the devil a con artist. The devil's a con artist. He will make it seem like the grass is greener on the other side if you come over here. Not knowing that the other part, the other side of that picture is death. The on the other side of that film, on the other side of that, on the other side of that picture is, oh, my God, this is nothing but dryness ain't nothing but dead grass and everything else. But you just see the surface of it. You see the surface of it. You don't see the depth. You don't see the core of the pursuit. You don't see what you're trying to pursue. We have to look at what we're pursuing and say, is that for me? God, is that right for my life? You have to look. You have to judge whether or not you have to make good judgment. Have wisdom on is this for me? It's okay to do that. Ladies, let me tell you something. And this is for the ladies. When you go after. Actually, let me tell you something. Ladies, know 
No way, no how are you supposed to be pursuing a man. The Bible says he who findeth the wife findeth the good thing. Now, for the men, it did not say he who findeth a a girlfriend. Uh Uh-oh. For the women, it didn't say he who findeth a, 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 a man. It said he who findeth a wife. Relationships are built, and I'm talking about, you know, relationships between a man and a woman. Because we ain't going off on that other mess, because that, that ain't nothing but lust. And then y'all know what I'm talking about, and I ain't afraid to say it. Let me tell y'all something. And this is it. This is not, I'm not just talking about relationships, but I'm using relationships as an example. When you pursue, when you're on the pursuit for something, you have to take a look and ask God, how will this benefit me? How will this benefit me in your eyes? How will this benefit me for my family? How will this benefit me um, in my household? Amen. But the it it, it comes a time. Look, look, let's 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 I'm about to take y'all to another scripture. This is the way that we see it through the eyes of God. Okay, I'm about to show you how to pursue through the eyes of God. We must be wise in every area. See, the Bible says in, uh, I believe it's Colossians, Colossians 3 and 17. In Colossians 3 and 17, it says, Whatsoever ye do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Whatever you're pursuing, you must pursue it in the name of Jesus. Because if you pursue it in the name of Jesus, then you know that your pursuit is all right. And when I say pursue it in the name of Jesus, pursue it in the mindset of Christ, pursue it in the eyes of Christ, because you'll be able to see clear, clearly than you would in your in your flesh. You'll be able to pursue the territory the correct way than you would doing it outside of the mind of Christ, doing it outside of the eyes of Christ, because the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Have y'all ever heard of the the, the scripture? Our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our ways are not his ways. But that's 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 right. That's true. Our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. His thoughts of us is yes and amen. But sometimes our pursuit of things is not always God's yes. Sometimes our pursuit, when we pursue it out of the flesh, and what I mean by the flesh, I don't mean by skin and bone. I mean by the thought process. When we see something that we want that could be a danger to us and God says, no, I don't want you to have that. 
I got something else better. We must take God on his word and we must pay attention. We have to. Because the when the Lord says no, don't y'all know that when the Lord says no in our pursuit for something, the Lord says no, I'm not going to give you that. Don't you know that no becomes a blessing for us? He is keeping us... If you've ever heard, if you've ever heard somebody pray, pray the prayer, keep me from danger seen and unseen. Protect me, O God. Keep me from danger seen and unseen. Well, you prayed the prayer and you wanted something. You said, Lord, protect me from danger seen and unseen. And then in the middle of that prayer, you said, Lord, bless me with this. And the Lord said, no, I'm not going to give you that. That's not for you. You better thank God that the Lord said no. Because that no was your blessing. That shut door was your blessing. Because he's keeping you from danger seen and unseen. Because there could be some danger behind that door. There can be some dangers on the other side of that no. Had he said yes. Had he not cared enough about you and said, okay, yeah, go ahead. Yep, you can have it. Go ahead. Death could be there. Destruction is waiting, could be waiting there. Not necessarily destruction, but he could just have better for you, better than that. You know, I, I tell, I, for example, I told my children uh, this past Christmas, uh, leading up to Christmas, I, I, you know, we get, me and my wife, we get them gifts, Christmas gifts and stuff like that and everything. And I told them, because they wanted uh, um, some toys or whatever. And I remember one of my children, I don't want, remember which one it was, but one of them asked me for um, some, um, a notebook. Uh, uh, a sketchbook so they can you know draw and I, I believe it was my oldest son and he asked me for this sketchbook and I told him no you can't have it right now I said it's almost Christmas you can't have it right now and he was he, at first he said well why not why, why can't I have I said because it's getting close to Christmas and you know you might get that during Christmas and he said alright he said, all right. And he was a little bit sad, you know, but come Christmas, he didn't just get a, a sketchbook. He got him a, 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 a whole set. I mean, a whole uh, briefcase full of uh, colored pencils, color markers, erasers, crayons, all of that stuff. And he got him a, a, a little sketchboard. To, to do his sketches on. And he got him up. The sketch pad, the, the, you know, the, the little sketch pads, the little drawing books. It was a small drawing book that he wanted, but he got a big one for Christmas. That's what I'm talking about. That's the example that I'm giving. The Lord has more for us. When the Lord tells us, no, we can't have that, just know on the other side of that, know that there is a blessing waiting for you. A bigger blessing. Amen. But in the pursuit, there is something that we must do. There is something that we must do. And we can only do it in 
in the spirit. Amen. We have to have the spirit of Christ to be able to do this. We have to have the spirit of Christ. We have to take on to to take the territory that God has for us. We must take on the spirit of God. We must take on we must take on the spirit of God. It is the power of God to be able to to take on the pursuit that God has for us. Let me say that again. To take the territory that God has set that God has for us, we must take on the spirit of God. It is the power that the, the, the spirit of God is the power of God to take on the pursuit that God has for us. If we don't take on the spirit of God, we won't know how to navigate to through the pursuit. Amen. You might say, well, how do I take on the spirit of God? How do I how do I do? I pray more. Do I do I fast more? Do I? Yes, that's part of it. But you won't look when you pray and when you fast and when you read the word of God. If you're not, if you don't have his spirit, you won't be able to see what it clearly like God wants you to. So let me show you. In first of all, I'm going to show you this. This is the reason why we need to take on the pursuit in God form. This is how we take on this pursuit in God form. Amen. The pursuit is like a battle going through the battle. You don't know what you you don't know how the pursuit is going to be. Just like Gideon did not know what he was going to have to face when he faced the Midianite army with 300 men. Now, Gideon and his army didn't fight that battle. The Lord fought that battle to the point that uh, the Midianite army fought against herself. And they took and guess what? Gideon just rolled on in with God and took the territory. But because of the wisdom of Gideon, listening to the the voice of God, having the spirit of God. Now, he didn't have him on the inside of him, but he had the spirit of God rested upon him. Because in in the difference between Gideon and us is that we can have the spirit of God on the inside of us to help navigate through the pursuit And I say it all the time. The way we pursue in God, the strategy is this. We must, through the pursuit, we must have this. We must have certain things before on us in the spirit. We must have certain weapons and certain gear on us to go through the pursuit. Watch this. Let's go to... uh, um, Ephesians chapter 6 verses 6 through 18 I think it's Ephesians Ephesians chapter 6 Ephesians yes Ephesians chapter 6 Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 18 this is what we need to have on us in the spirit to be able to go through to go through the pursuit because the pursuit might be long the pursuit might be short 
The pursuit might be a valley. The pursuit might be a mountain. We don't know. But this is what we need to have on because sometimes in the pursuit, it gets weary. Mm. This is what the Lord gave to me just now. The pursuit might be weary, but watch this. I'm going to read this to you. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. And it reads, Finally, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now watch this. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Having your, lo- having your loins girled about with truth and having, having on the breastplate of righteousness. Having your feet shunned with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, taking the shield of faith. Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked and having and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, I like this verse. Verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there unto there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. This is why you need the spirit of God to be able to pursue because you can't pursue something. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's in the natural or the spiritual. I say it all the time. You cannot have the natural without the spiritual because And you might say, well, yes, you can. You can have the natural without. No, you can't. Because every human being on the face of the earth, you have a soul. You have a soul. Which means there's something spiritual connected to you. And I mean the spiritual realm is connected to you. And I don't mean the spiritual realm of goats and bullocks and and sorcery and all that stuff because that stuff is demonic. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the spirit of zodiac signs and all that stuff because that stuff is demonic too. I don't believe we, we the spirit of God does not work in the stars. Why? That's another that's another show for another day. There is the, the, the spirit of God does not work on Mother Earth. There is no Mother Earth. There is no Mother Earth. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Mother Earth does not work. The Earth has no power. The Earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. 
That's how the earth works. That's how the earth moves. That's how the stars in the sky stay up because the Lord created that. It's by the power of his might. So I don't get into the zodiacs and all that stuff. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about I'm talking about the spirit of God. And you moving in the spirit of God, you'll be able to navigate through the earthly realm. Because, and the reason why I say you cannot move in the natural without the spiritual, because in the spiritual, there are demons on the earth. You may not be able to see them naturally in your natural eyesight, but there are demons and there are angels on the earth. Amen. You ever seen somebody demon possessed? That's demons. That's why that, that that's why it's good to navigate through the eyesight in the mind of Christ in everything that we do. The pursuit of the territory. That's why it's good to have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. So we can have the 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 whole armor of God on us because when it says when it says that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil that's the wiles of the devil the naysayers the people that say you can't achieve that that's the wiles of the devil those demons that try to come in and are, are, are Satan himself and try to convince you you can't do that you can't do this you can't do that you can't live holy you can't live safe because the pursuit pursuing the territory is not just the natural it's the spiritual too pursuing a better prayer life pursuing a better fasting life pursuing a better reading the word more uh-huh if you and what do you mean pursuing a better prayer life or a better fasting life Look, if you if you pray in 30 minutes a day, try to pray an hour, pursuing more of that territory. Pursuing more wisdom. Pursuing more knowledge. If the Bible says if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Pursuing a more bigger and better relationship with Christ. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. That's why you can't have the spiritual. You can't have the natural without the spiritual. The spiritual is connected to the natural. In that pursuit of the territory, you cannot pursue things without God. Well, how do I get into the spirit? How do I come into the spirit of God? Well, Acts 2 and 38. How do I come into the power of God to navigate through the through uh, the pursuit? You navigate. He gives you the power. You follow Acts 2 and 38. He'll do Acts 1 and 8. You do every you look like I said, everything is built on a strategy. When that pursuit happens, See, to pursue the territory, you have to pursue the Holy Ghost. That's your first pursuit. 
to pursue the spirit of God, to be able to pursue what you want. You have to pursue the Holy Ghost and everything that God has a pursuit for you for. He has specific instructions for you to follow before you pursue that thing, just like he did with Gideon. To pursue the spirit of God, to pursue the power of God, there is instructions. Acts 2 and 38 gives you the instructions. Then, after you've done the pursuit of what Acts 2.38 says, then he gives you the instructions on what the power will do for you. And what the power, what you're supposed to do with the power. That is the instructions of the power of God. That is the pursuit in your power with God. The pursuit of the power that God places on the inside of you. Amen. We're going to go to a commercial break and then I'm going to uh, dive into. I'm going to dive into the pursuit of the power of God. I'm going to dive into it. I'm going to dive into the pursuit of the power of God and what the power of God does for us to pursue the territory. I'm breaking we we breaking it down over here. We're breaking it down, okay? I love you guys. I thank God for you all. Amen. Amen. We we will be back after this commercial break right here on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show with your host, Adam Tuggle. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I love you. In Jesus' name, I will see you after this commercial break. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. We are back here live right here on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. In Jesus' name, we praise God for you on today. In Jesus' name. Uh, We want to say, uh, before we jump back into this, um, again, thank you to all the listeners that listen to uh, the podcast Um, You are the ones that, with the help of the Lord, you help make this podcast what it is. We do this for the people of God and for people around the world in Jesus' name. We hope that this podcast is blessing you in Jesus' name. And we hope to bring you um, bigger and better topics as the Lord sees fit, bigger and better episodes as the Lord sees fit in Jesus name. Amen. And this is to the glory of God that we have this platform in Jesus name. We thank God uh, for each and every one of you around the world that listen to the Summit Internet Radio podcast in Jesus name. Amen. Back to our topic. Pursue the territory. Now, I said before we went on break, before we went to our break, I wanted to read the pursuit of the power of God so we can pursue the territory or territories we have in our lives that God has set for our lives, whether it be natural or spiritual. 
Amen. I said before we went on break, we have to have the power of God to be able to pursue things the correct way. We have to use the power of God. We have to use the power of the Holy Ghost. The difference, and I was saying the difference between uh, Gideon and us people today is that, yes, the Spirit of God rested upon Gideon. It did not rest in Gideon, but it rested upon Gideon. And Gideon was able to pursue the land of the Midianites. Amen. The difference between Gideon and us is that the Spirit of God rests upon Gideon. But today, since over 2,000 years ago, there was a man named Jesus who came and died for the sins of mankind. And when he rose again, when he rose, all power was given in his hands. The power of hell and death. He took the keys of hell and death when he went down into hell and took the keys of hell and death. And all power was given in his hand once he rose on the third day. The difference between you, me, and everybody that lived from the day of Pentecost up until now, the difference between Gideon and the people back then before the day of Pentecost is that we have an opportunity to receive this, the spirit of God not resting upon us, but resting on the inside of us. Amen. He comes in on the inside of us. Amen. The Bible says he in us and us in him. And the Bible also says those that do not have the spirit of God, you're none of his. Amen. We have in taking on the spirit of God, we'll have the mind of God, we'll have the thoughts of God, we'll have the feelings of God. We will we were not God. I'm not saying we're God. But we're but we have the mind sight, the mindset of Christ. And then now will you do everything right? Are you going to make every when you say, well, well, if I have the mindset of Christ, I'm going to make I'm not going to make no more mistakes. I'm not going to do anything wrong. I'm not going. Yeah, the Holy Ghost helps you not to do anything wrong. But should you fall, you don't have to fall into a mistake. But should you fall um, you know, get up, repent, and go on. Don't, don't, don't make that same mistake again. But that power is there for you not to fall. You don't have to willingly fall. Amen. Without the Holy Ghost, you have you are the devil's puppet. I'm the devil's puppet without the Holy Ghost. You are a pup. You are like a puppet on a string. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you are like a puppet on a string to the devil. 
But if you have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, you are no longer uh, a puppet to the devil. Those strings are cut. And now you belong to God. Amen. Well, you might say, well, I always belong to God. God created me. Yes, but because of the sin nature that fell on the world, we were separated from God. That sin separated us. And you didn't have to do anything wrong. I've said this before. The only thing you had to do was be born and you fell in sin. If you look in the book of Psalms, uh, David said it in in my mother's from my mother's womb did my from my mother's womb in sin did my mother conceive me. You were brought into this world a sinner. I was brought into this world a sinner. Every person was brought into this world a sinner. But from the day of Pentecost up until now, if you receive the Holy Ghost, you are saved from your sins. Now, those that are that lived before the day of Pentecost and died, they lived by faith. They did not have the Holy Ghost. They did not. They had the spirit of God rest upon them. That's why they had to give sacrifices to the priests. That's why they had to do all that stuff because they didn't have the Holy Ghost. Amen. But if we look, as I said before, let's go to Acts 2 and 38. And let's see the pursuit of receiving the spirit of God so that we can have the the mindset and the eyesight of God in the spirit so we can pursue the territory that God has for us. And y'all have heard me. Read this scripture time and time and time and time and time and time again. But I'm going to read it again because the Lord wants me to read it. Acts 2 and 38. This is how you get the spirit of God on the inside of you so that you can pursue the territory. Amen. We have to understand. That if we do not have the spirit of God, we cannot pursue the things that God has for our lives correctly. And we won't pursue everything that God has for us. We might be able to pursue some things. Now, you might say, well, didn't you say that God will never leave us? God will never forsake us and that he reigns over the just just as well and the unjust as well? Yes, he does. But some of the some of the territories, which is uh, AKA blessings, some of the blessings have stipulations. Some of the big blessings that you will the, 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 the running over blessings, the overflow of blessings. I'm talking about them big blessings that 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 the, you get a big blessing from the Lord. And on top of that, there's another blessing flowing out of that blessing. And then there's a blessing flowing out of the blessing that's flowing out. And you just got blessings on top of blessings. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Those are the type of blessings I want. I don't want just no, uh, I I want extraordinary. I want extraordinary blessings. I want it out of the, 
I don't want it. I don't even want it ordinary. I want it extraordinary. Amen. That's the blessings I'm talking about. The extraordinary blessings. Those blessings that those blessings that God blesses you with because you've been faithful unto him. Those blessings that you you've been faithful over a few things. Now he's making you rule over many. That's what them blessings I'm talking about. And you can't be faithful to him fully until you receive his spirit to help you be faithful to him. Amen. You can't be faithful to anything without the spirit of God because he is faithfulness. He is the faith. When you talk about being faithful to something or somebody, you say faithful. Faith is the word of God. You cannot go You cannot be faithful to something or someone without having the faithfulness of God. It don't work. That's why I said the word faithful is not is not just a word. It is a spiritual mentality. It is a spiritual lifestyle that you have to have. And the Holy Ghost will help you be faithful because if you're faithful to him, He'll make you be, he'll help you to be faithful to whatever you're pursuing. He'll help you be faithful. Amen. Let's go to Acts 2 and 38 real quick. And let's read that. And then we're going to turn to Acts 1 and 8. This is the pursuit. This is the pursuit of salvation territory. Okay. So that you could pursue the other territories. Amen. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This is the pursuit of the territory of salvation. This is the pursuit. This is the this is the instructions for the pursuit. Peter is giving the instruction that God gave to pursue salvation so that you might be able to pursue other things. Amen. A whole lot of, see watch this. A whole lot of people get caught so caught up in the the thing that they're pursuing instead of the God that's pursue that helps them pursue. Uh-oh. I'm gonna say it again. People get caught up in the pursuit of the thing. People get caught up in the thing instead of getting caught up in the in the God that helps them pursue that thing. Let me show y'all something. If you want, say, a car, you want a car, okay? That's your that's your pursuit. And you see this car, and you you look at the outside of it, and it looks all nice. I mean, it's the car you want. It's the car of your dreams. It's it's whatever, anything that you might want in your car, in that car. And you look at it, you're looking at the interior, and you be like, yeah, I want that. But you forgot to look at the engine. It's a messed up engine inside there. You didn't lift up the hood, nothing. 
you forgot to look at the thing that makes the car run. Because the car can look good all day, but unless that, unless that engine and that motor is running right, that car ain't going to move. Now you done put your money down on this new, on this so-called new car that looks brand new, but it really ain't brand new because it got an old engine, an old beat up engine in it. But you was only looking at the thing. You were only looking at the pursuit. You were only pursuing the thing, the outside and the inside of the car. And you was like, hey, this is it. This is nice. And you forgot to, to, to. To ask about the engine and the motor and all that stuff. What's wrong with the car? You just looked at the car and said, yep, that's it. And then six months, your car broke down. And you done paid all this money. That is the thing that happens in life. That's the thing that happens with a lot of people's lives. They look at the thing that they want to pursue, but they don't, but they don't pursue it correctly. They pursue it in a moment's notice. They didn't pray about it. They didn't ask God about it. They didn't do nothing, but they pursued that thing and then got a lemon. It was working good for a month. It was working good for two months. This relationship was going good for two months. What happened? I thought she was faithful unto God. I thought I thought he was faithful. I thought this job was right for me. I Mm-mm. This home done broke down and sometime in our pursuit we some of us as saints of God and this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. When God told you no but yet you still go after it. That's bad. Don't you know you're asking for destruction when you do that? You're asking for complete and utter destruction when you do that. When God has told you no, but you still pursue it anyway. God, God, you are or or God says, wait. Oh, my God, Jesus Christ. We hate that word wait as human beings. Let me give you an example. Why do you think we you think you we don't like that word wait? You think we think some people think we like that word wait. No, we don't. Otherwise we we so we're so we want everything so fast that we have. It started it started back in I don't know when it was created. But it started back when the microwave came out. We want our food done quick, so we're going to put it in the microwave. It'll heat it up. We ain't got to stand over no stove. We ain't got to wait for mom to finish cooking dinner. We can just throw it in and pop it in the microwave, cook it up. Boom, there goes our meal. And that's the way we want life, but we can't have life that way. The pursuit might be short. The pursuit might... We, look, we try to look for ways to make the pursuit shorter than what we have to... We can't make the pursuit shorter if God don't want it to be shorter. 
Sometimes the pursuit might be long because we don't have faith. Sometimes God wants to know what our faith is. Sometimes the pursuit might be longer because we are being disobedient unto God. Our life is not right. Or whatever it might be. Just because you have to wait, just because I have to wait, doesn't mean you're in detrimental state. The waiting period, the pursuit period, is time for you to grow. The pursuit period is time for you to see what's wrong with you. To get everything out of you that's supposed to be out, getting you closer to that blessing. Getting you close to that territory. Because if you're in that territory and you're messed up, you can mess up that territory that God's blessed you with. That's why God sometimes tells us wait. When we hear the word no or we hear the word wait from God, we get all in distress. God, what? I thought, God, your, your answers was yes and amen for that thing, but your answer is wait for this? Why? What did I do wrong? You didn't have to do nothing wrong to make him say wait. He got, he's preparing you. There might be a reason why he's saying wait. Let me, let me, let me show y'all something. In Psalms 23, well, I'm moving ahead. Let me, let me, let me, oh, Jesus. You know what? Let's go to Acts 1 and 8 and show y'all what, this is why we need the spirit of God to pursue the territory. Acts 1 and 8. I, I, oh, my God, my God. All right, Acts 1 and 8. It reads, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon, after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all of Judea, and in Samaria, and into the uttermost parts of the earth. Now, you might say, well, uh, Brother Adam, um, it does say Holy Ghost has come upon you. So, that means it's resting upon you, right? No. When he says the Holy Ghost has come upon you, he shows you that he's on the inside of you. Well, how do you know that you have the Holy Ghost? You'll speak in tongues. As the Spirit of God gives the utterance. You will speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. You will. That is the sign that you have the Holy Ghost. There is no other way around it. There is no other way around it. I'm I'm here to tell you and I hear you. But there's other ways to get to God. No, there's not. Don't let man fool you. Don't let these don't let these uh, uh, false people fool you. There's only one way to God. Throughout all of the Bible, He always refers Himself as one. He always refers the path as being one path. He's there's only one way to God. 
If you come in any other way to try to get to God, you come in as a thief or a robber. If you come, and I'm going to say it like this. If you, if a person comes to my house and they, and I don't know that they're coming or I know that they're coming. If they try to, if they don't come, if they try to come in any other way to get in my, to get in my, my dwelling in the place that I lay my head, in the place that my wife lays her head, in the place that my kids lay their head, if they don't come through that front door, then there's a problem. And I'm gonna take it as such. If they coming in through my window, especially if I don't know that they coming, huh, they gonna get hurt. Why are you coming in through my window? You didn't, and I didn't know that you was coming? I don't care if you friend, family, or foe. Why didn't you come through the front door? Why didn't you knock on the front door and come through? That's the same way with God. That's the only way to to get the spirit of God on the inside of you. You can't go in any other way. You can't seek other paths The Bible says there's only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. One. One Lord, which means one God. One faith, which means only one way. One way to get to salvation. One way to see heaven. And there's only one baptism. There's many... Oh my God, there's many ways for you to receive salvation. There's many... No, that's a lie from the pit of hell. That is a lie from the pit of hell. That's a lie. And when I say from the pit of hell, I am not cu- I'm not cussing, neither. Let me get that straight right now too. I'm not cussing. That is a lie from the devil. The devil is a liar. And let me say this. When we to take the territory, we must be separate from the world. We must be separate from the world, the ways of the world. We must be separate from the thoughts and minds mindset in the ways of the world, the way the world the way the world uh, sees the pursuit. We got to pursue it in a different way. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. I'm going to take you to 2 Corinthians. I'm going to show you the difference between our pursuit of taking a territory and the world's pursuit. Now, this is the way The world's pursuit of taking something is take it at all costs, no matter what. If you got to lie to get it, lie to do it. If you got to kill to do it, kill to do it. The devil is a liar. The Lord did not know. The way we take territories and the way we do it, the way, and I say we, we being the saints of God, the way we do it is different. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 
chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. And it reads, And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? Uh Uh-oh. What, what, what agreement does your body have with other, you cannot agree with the world. You can't agree with these other false gods. You can't, you, you can't go about it that way. Not when you come into Christ. Not when you come into Christ. For ye, for ye are the temple of the living God. Jesus Christ. He's the only God that lives. Amen. All these other false guys got a little G's. His is a big G. Amen. As God has said, I look, watch this. And this is the this is the pursuit. This is God on the inside of us. This is God on the inside of us. This, this shows us right here. As God has said, I will dwell in them and and walk. And walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Amen. That just shows you He will walk around in us. That's the Holy Ghost. This is verse verse 16 of uh 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. He's gonna walk around in us. That's the spirit of God on the inside of us, leading and directing us. He said he will dwell in us. He said he will dwell in them, which means us, which means his spirit's going to be inside of us. That's the Holy Ghost. And he will walk in us and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them. And be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, which means you're not going to, once God comes on the inside of you, you will not have a thought, the mindset of the world, you will not touch any unclean thing. Uncleanness keeps us separated from the spirit of God, which means our pursuit will be different. Our pursuit for the territory will be different. Once you have the spirit of God on the inside of you, your pursuit, the way you pursue things is different. You won't pursue in a moment's notice. You won't pursue without thinking. You won't pursue without praying first. You won't pursue. You'll have have a plan. You'll have a battle plan and everything that comes with it with God. Like he did with Gideon. Like he did with Gideon. In John chapter 10 verse 10. It says the thief cometh. But to steal, kill and to destroy. The devil does not have a plan for you. But to steal, kill and destroy you. So his plan for you. His pursuit for you. Is way different from God's pursuit for you. For you to be able to take territory and for you be able to take blessings. That's why when the when the Lord says no or the Lord says wait for us to wait or us or for us to you know 
wait for the next thing to come. And he says, no. He says, no, you can't have that. That is the pursuit of God telling you, hey, wait a minute. No, this is not for you. I got something else better for you. But if you go towards that thing, you headed for destruction. That's why we have to have the spirit of God to be able to navigate through. So we won't go. If you, it's just like going through a, a dead end sign. You just you see the dead end sign, but God's saying no, you can't have this. And you that's the dead end sign. God's saying no. That's the dead end sign. Or the stop sign. Amen. If you if if you go straight through that dead end sign or you driving down the road and you go straight through that stop sign or go straight through that stoplight, you could cause an accident. You headed for destruction. What if we what if we driving down the road and we come to to a stoplight, a red light, and we just uh, well, I don't care. I'm just gonna drive on through the red light. There's some people that do that. They drive on through the red light and it causes an accident. Now, possibility that in that accident, the person that drove through the red light could die, could have injuries, could be paralyzed. Anything. The person in the other car could be dead, paralyzed, or whatever. You know you're going to jail. The person that ran through the red light. You know you're going to jail because you broke the law. Amen. Pursue at all costs. I'm going, I need to get to my destination. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna drive through the red light. Because I need to get to where I need to go. No, that red light told you to stop. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still and see the salvation. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but you need to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. All right. (laughs) And you won't touch any unclean thing when you're in the spirit of God. At least you shouldn't. Your desires are different. You'll know how to navigate through the process of the pursuit. Verse 18 says, and will, and I, oh, wait a minute, I didn't read the uh, uh, last part of verse 17. And I will receive you, verse 18, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and Daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. This is how we pursue. Amen. We have to take on the Spirit of Christ. Amen. In taking the territory that God has for us, that God has for us. We must understand the battle plan and how we fight. Now watch this. Watch this. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, verses 3 through 5. Now, I told you, every pursuit that God has for you, he has a battle plan for you. He has a battle strategy for you. He don't just send you in there blind. He don't just send you in there in there any kind of way. But to man, 
to man's eyesight might seem weird. It will seem weird. I know Gideon's army, Gideon's army was like, wait a minute, how are we going to do this for 300 men? It might seem weird, but that's how God gets the glory. And that's how you're amazed by God's power. Because God does things in, and I'm not going to say weird ways, but he does it in unexpected ways. He makes ways out of no ways where there's not supposed to be 300 men battling against the Midianite army. You know how big the Midianite army was? It was huge. It was more than 300 men. Tell you that much. And they they were able to conquer over the Midianite army. The reason why our pursuit is different through God is because we don't fight the way the world fights. We don't go, we don't pursue the way the world pursues things. We don't pursue things the way the world pursues things. Amen. Let's go there right quick. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 5. And I'm about to show you the battle plan of God. And this is how we pursue the territory in the spirit. I'm about to show you. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 5. For that, for that we walk in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. This means, what this means is, Though we walk on the earth, though we walk on the earth, though we are in the earth, we don't do things, we don't fight the same way the earth fights. We don't use, if somebody has an all against us, we don't look. My fight is not with you. You don't like me, I don't care. You don't like the fact that I love the Lord. I doesn't matter. I still love you. I have had people tell me, um, well, I've had a person tell me on a job that I used to work. I don't like what you stand for. I don't like what you do because they knew I loved the Lord and they knew I stood for the Lord. And they said, I'm going to do all I can to get you fired. And they told me this straight to my face. And I still love them. Now, my fight, this is the reason why, this is the reason why they say we don't walk in the flesh. We walk, we walk in the flesh, but we don't war after the flesh, which means we're in this fleshly body. We we're in this fleshly body. And we, you know, we we walk we walk around the earth, we go places and do things, you know, but we don't do it the same way the world does it. When, when a person doesn't like us, we don't try to, you know, seek vengeance on them. This man told me on my job, I don't like you. Told me to my face. Said, I don't like you, and I don't like what you stand for, and I don't like you, uh, you know, quoting all these scriptures and all this stuff, and da 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 da. And uh, told me he was going to get me fired because he was my boss. And every day he would bother me. I mean, every 
day he saw me, he would bother me. And it was to the point that I went home and was crying, literally crying. And I'm like, Lord, when is this going to be moved? When is this going to be moved, Lord? And I didn't fight back. I didn't fight back as, as people would see to fight back. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I just said, yes, sir, and did my job. And this is, this is how we, we don't war after the flesh. We don't do it. But in verse number four, it says, the weapons of all warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The weapons of all warfare are not carnal. I read to you the wep- the, the weapons that we have, the, the, the armor, putting on the whole armor of God. That's the way we fight. Through prayer, through fasting, through the word of God. That's the way we fight. We fight on our knees. You might say we fight on our knees. We stay on our knees. We stay before the face of God. That's the way we fight. Amen. And you know why we we, we, we fight that way? Because, because that's the way the Lord fought. When, when Jesus was being crucified, before he was crucified, he went before a pilot. He went before a, a governor. He went before he went before people. People lied on him, and he never said a word. Now, that people say that he could have called ten thousand angels to take him off the cross. He didn't need ten thousand angels to take him off the cross. He could have came off the cross himself. He could have he could have smited everybody everybody that lied on him. And what I mean smited, he could have killed everybody that lied on him, but he didn't do it. He didn't do it. That's where that wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove comes in. We don't fight that way. We read in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 6 verses, 18, verses 10 through 18. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That means I don't fight against my enemies. I don't fight against loved ones that say it can't be done. I don't fight. You know why you don't fight against them? Because you need them. You need them. You might say, well, I need I need my enemies. Yes. Yes, you do. You need your enemies. You need your enemies. You need the naysayers. You need the family members that say that can't be done. You need the people at your job that say, I don't. Girl, I don't think you should do that. Or, man, I don't think you should do that. You can't get that promotion. You can't. But if you pursue it through the eyes of God, if you pursue it through the spirit of God, you can take the territory. You need them. You need them for two reasons, and I'm about to show you why. Let's go to Joel. Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2 because this will prove the naysayers Joel chapter 2 verses verse 25 
If you think you can't because of the things you have done, or you letting time get away from you to pursue the territory, or you've let the naysayers or your enemies or your friends or your loved ones tell you you can't do it. Let me show y'all something. In Joel, Joel, let's go to that book real quick. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. And then we're going to go to Psalms, a very familiar passage in Psalms, Psalms 23. And I'm going to show y'all in Psalms 23. I'm going to hit it, hit, hit the nail on the head in Psalms 23. But let's go to Joel, Joel chapter 2, verse 25. Let's go there real quick and let's see what the Lord has to say uh, to us in that verse in that verse it lets us know uh, what we what we have to do in that in that uh, part amen it shows us what we have to do in Jesus name it shows us what we have to do amen let me uh, let me get the uh, let me get there. Hold on. Let me. I gotta I gotta pull it up. Amen. I gotta I gotta find it in my Bible here. Hold on. Let me get to the let me get to it. Amen. First, well, you know what? Let's read Psalms 23 first. Let's read Psalms 23 first. Amen. Lord is leading me to go to Psalms 23 first. Let's go there first. Amen. Let's go to Psalms 23. Psalms 23. And it reads. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God for this because as I'm looking for, as I'm looking for it, I'm going to say this. Um, I'm going to say this. We have to understand that sometimes I know you feel like you cannot, you feel like time has gotten away from you. You feel like you can't do, you you can't pursue the territory of um, getting your life back because, because of this, that, this or that that you've done. But let me tell you, let me, let me, let me encourage you today. You can, you can, you can, you can today, you can today, you can, you can because the Lord says you can, and the Lord has given the okay, especially for the salvation. If all you want is salvation in your life, if you're looking to do the, the will of God, you can pursue that territory. Amen. You can pursue that territory. Amen. Let's read Psalms 23. Amen. And it reads, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake. Yea, 
Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now this is why you need your enemies. This is what I wanted to bring out. This is why you need your enemies right here. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Come on here. He, you need your enemies because God's, God's getting ready to show the blessings of God. God is getting ready to show the territory that he's blessed you with in front of man. You ain't got to say nothing. Just pursue it. Pursue it quietly. That's why I say it all the time. On, I say it all the time on the show. You don't tell all your don't tell all your dreams to everybody. Don't tell your dreams to everybody because everybody ain't for you. Amen. Don't tell your dreams to everybody because everybody is not for you. Those friends, those loved ones, some loved ones. Amen. Your family members, you ain't got to tell your family members everything. All your hopes and your dreams. Because it's family members that hurt your worst. I hate, to, I hate to be real about it, but it's real. Most times, most hurts that come hurting us worse is from family. The ones that are closest to us. That's why we can't share everything that God gives us. That's why we can't share every pursuit that we pursue. Amen? We can't. We can't share it all the time. Amen? We can't. Amen? And uh, he prepares the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. He anointed you. He anointed your head with oil. Your cup runneth over. That means you, this, what this means is he placed him, he placed his anointing on your life. He placed the blessings upon your life. And now your cup, your, your, your house is running over with blessings. You feel so good. Because you've tasted of God. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. You trusted him. And now the blessings are overtaking you. That's what I was talking about. Those no room blessings. Those overflow. Those overflow of blessings. It says, my cup runneth over. My cup runneth over. It's running over with blessings. My life, my life cup is running over with joy. It's running over with victory. It's running over. Because I listened to the very foundation of God. I listened to the Lord. I pursued the way God told me to pursue it. I didn't pursue it on a whim. I didn't pursue it at a moment's notice. I didn't pursue it just because I thought it was good for me. And this is my life and I'm going to do it the way I want to. I didn't pursue it that way. I pursued it through the eyes and the minds of God. My mind was set. My heart was fixed. My mind was made up. 
There's an old song by John P. Key. He said, my mind is made up to go with Jesus all the way. I'm on the right track. There's no turning back. My mind is made up. You got to have a made up mind. When you are in the pursuing of God, when, when, when you have the pursuit of the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll pursue a different way. You'll pursue the territory a different way. You, this is not, when I say when the title of this, you think it would be a prosperity type thing. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. You, in, in the prosperity, you have, in pursuing prosperity, you have to do it the way God tells you to do it. You cannot do it out of the spirit of God. It ain't just going to fall on you like that. It don't work that way. Some blessings are conditional. And some blessings are unconditional. Some blessings have conditions. Some blessings have stipulations. The bigger blessings. When you are faithful, when you are more faithful to God, you'll get more blessings. When you come on here. I, mm, thank you, Jesus. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Why? Because I did it the way the Lord, I pursued the territory the way the Lord told me to. I pursued the territories the way the Lord told me to. I can do it because the way the, because the Lord told me to. The Lord gave me the okay. You can pursue it through the power of God. In, in in 1 John 4 and 4, it says uh, uh, that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That shows us that God, the spirit of God that rests on the inside of us is greater than what's on the outside, than what's in the world. That's why it's good to pursue the territory through the mind and the eyes of God. Pursue the job. Pursue. You cannot pursue. You look. You want that job? Pursue it through the mind of God. You want that new house? Pursue. Pursue. There's some things you got to do before you get to that new house. Before you get to that new car. This ain't no prosperity type of thing. I'm talking about spiritually too. You want a better life for your children? You pursue it through the mind and the eyes of Christ. Pursue the territory through the mind and the eyes of Christ. He said, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. He he said in his word, if you keep your mind on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. He'll keep you in perfect peace. You'll have peace when you're pursuing the territory. You see Gideon, Gideon didn't worry. Gideon had peace when he pursued the Midianite army. When he pursued what he needed. When God gave him the okay, he was at peace. He was at peace with what he went through. 
You can be at peace. You can sleep well at night knowing that you are pursuing the territory through the mind and the spirit and the eyes of Christ. But if you don't do it through the eyes and the mind of Christ, you will not pursue it correctly. You won't pursue it correctly. This pursuit will not be done and it will not reach the goal that it needs to reach. Unless you pursue it correctly the way God tells you to pursue it. Well, uh, uh, Adam, I I got a problem. I've done this and I've done that and I've done that. I just told you. You can do it. Psalms 23 said that. Don't matter what your enemies say about you. Let them talk. Well, you, the, the devil himself can say whatever he wants to say about you. It don't matter. The devil himself can say whatever. It don't matter. He can say whatever he wants. How do I know? How do I know I'll be all right? Because in Philippians 4 and 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ. That strengtheneth me. Amen. How do else? How else will I know? I'll be all right, man. I, I think we got. We're gonna have to take another commercial break, and we'll be right back. Cause I'm gonna do the end of this, man. This is this is powerful, y'all. This is powerful. We 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 over here praising up in this studio today, y'all. About pursue the territory. God bless you. We'll be back after this commercial break in Jesus' name. God bless y'all in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is founder and pastor of Triumphant Faith Apostolic Church. William A. Tuggle III, 2950 North High School Road, here in the beautiful city of Indianapolis, Indiana. All are welcome to every service and any service that we have. Sunday school begins at 11.30 a.m. Morning worship immediately following where Jesus is the center of attraction. All are welcome to attend in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We are back live on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast show. Yes, I, I know we're we're extending this episode today, y'all, because um uh man, we 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 we've covered a lot, but I want to share this with you. I want to share this with you. The reason why you can pursue the territory. The reason why you can pursue the territory is because what is said in Psalms 27. Don't worry about the people that have said you can't do it. Don't worry about the devil who said, well, you did this and you did that. Don't worry about all that. Because Psalms 27 says this the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life 
of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies, and my foes, and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Thus war shall rise against me. In this will I be confident. Now watch this, y'all. Watch this. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. Mm, For in time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Man. Mm, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He shall put me upon a rock. I'm just being led to do this. This is not in my notes. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies around me. Therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing ye, I will sing praise, praises unto the Lord. We do not pursue the way the world pursues the territory. And I don't care what that territory is. The reason why we need the Lord to pursue the territory because there are other territories that we are not meant to pursue. There are other territories that we are not meant to be on. And that's the devil's territories. Because his territory or territories are for destruction. His, his territories are for death and destruction. Amen. But the Lord's territories that he has set for our lives for us to pursue can bring us life and to bring us life more abundantly. As it states in John chapter 10, verse 10. Now, in these last couple of minutes, I want to say this. What if you do not pursue the territories that God has set for your life? Or what if you have a territory that which you desire to have and God has said, yep, you can have it. It's in the eyesight of God. It's, it's, it's God's given his approval on it. But you, you start 
But then you stop. And you don't pick the pursuit up again. What happens? This is where. Well, you have to think about. When you're pursuing the territory. Does this territory. Or does this blessing or does this thing. How good is it for me and the people around me? If we do not pursue the territory, we we can change the next generation for the worst if we don't. If we do not pursue the territories that is set for our lives by the Lord Jesus Christ, we can alter the next generation for the worst if we don't. What are we leaving the next generation if we do not pursue the territories that God has for us? We are leaving them something that is not good. We are leaving them a thought of being disobedient to the Lord. We are leaving them absolutely nothing of an inheritance of the Lord. We're not leaving them a foundation if we don't. Now, watch this. You can have all the faith in the world. You can have all the faith in the world. All of it. I'm telling you. You can have all the faith in the world. But in faith, your faith is only activated by your actions. Your faith is only activated by your Actions. I'm going to say it one more time. Your faith is only activated by the action that you do. You might say, how is my faith activated by the action? Because that's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is... Letting God know that you believe what he said. And in belief, belief is an action where you're going to you're going to act on what you believe. And once you act on what you believe, then that faith is activated. Because you've acted on it. You've done the thing that God has told you to do. Amen. And in James chapter 2, verse 26, it it tells us faith without works is dead. Your territory, if you do not pursue what God has told you to pursue, that territory that God has set for your life will die and you will die with it. And I'm not just talking about physically. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about spiritually. You'll die with it. Don't have God shake us up. And what I mean by God shaking us up is making us go after it. If we look in the Bible, we, we, some of us know about the, about the, the men with the talents. And one of these men had one talent and the man that had the one talent hid his talent, buried it. 
when it was time to, you know, give give what they had to their to to the ruler of that house, that talent was taken away from that man because he didn't do it. He didn't do what he had to do with it. The other men they multiplied their talents at the end. They multiplied their talents. One had two talents. Amen. Another, I believe, had five talents. And multiplied. The one that had the two talents, he multiplied his talents. He had four talents at the end. The one that had the five, he had ten. Amen. If we don't pursue what God has for us, we're hurting ourselves. We're hurting others because the territory that God has for you, you might be able to bless somebody else. If you don't pursue your God-given ability, if you don't pursue the God-given territory that God's got for you, you are holding up the, the very move of God for other people may be holding up the move of God for other people's lives. And God's going to hold us accountable for what we didn't do. And yes, you can die spiritually and you can and you can die physically. If you die physically without without pursuing without pursuing the territory that God's told you to do, you can find yourself in a spiritual death. Yes, you can because of disobedience. God told you to go after you like, no, God, that, that's not for me. That ain't for me. The preacher wasn't talking to me. Uh, if he told you to do it and the preachers, if God told you to do it and then and then uh, a couple days later or a couple months later, the Lord's t- the, the Lord's confirm confirm the confirmation is through the preacher or the, or the person in it. And it comes back up again. Obviously, God trying to tell you to do something. Amen. And you can miss out on heaven if you do that. If you being disobedient to the move and the plan of God, you can miss out on heaven. Because all disobedience is sin and sin is not entering into the kingdom of heaven. This is not a scare tactic. This is real. This is a real tactic. I'm just telling you facts. If we do not move in our faith, faith without works is dead. We got to move. We got to pursue the territories. We got to pursue the callings on our lives. We have to pursue the dreams that God has put down in us. We have to pursue the goals that God has put down in us. Now, every year, somebody, people make New Year's resolutions. And by the time this time comes around, boy, they're done with their New Year's resolutions. But if you pursue your, if you pursue what God has for you this year, I promise you, By this time next year, you will be blessed beyond measure. You will be blessed beyond measure. Why? Because number one, you pursue the territory. And number two, you are obedient unto the Lord. So you'll get an even bigger blessing. Just like Job, you'll get double for your trouble. 
Now, the pursuit might be long. The pursuit might be short. The pursuit might be this. The pursuit might be that. But guess what? As long as you pursue it in the eyesight, in the mind of Christ, and in the walk with Christ, you can pursue the territory. You can take it over just like Gideon. And you ain't got to worry about your haters. You ain't got to worry about wrestling with nobody. You ain't even got to worry about the devil. Because we read it in, in the scriptures. Amen. We read it in the scriptures. That his truth. His truth. Will be thy shield and buckler. The Bible says. We read it in Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. You won't want for anything. If you pursue what God has told you to pursue. And if you pursue what you want out of life. Now, God, God allows us to have wants, things that we want. And God allows us to go after some of our wants. He ain't a God where, well, it's only what he wants you to do. And sometimes what you want, it ain't he ain't going to answer what you want because he does. He does answer what we want. He does give us what we want. But it has to be in his divine will, not his permissive will. Amen. So if you pursue God's divine will for your life and your and your wants matches up to God's wants and God's will for your life, then you'll be able to say, like David said in Psalms 23, verse one. The Lord is my the. The Lord. Is my salvation. The Lord is my shepherd. You'll be able to say that the Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Like it says in Psalms, Psalms 27. You'll be able to say like Psalms 23. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Your wants will become. You won't want it. You'll want it. But you'll already have it. So you won't have any wants. Amen. I pray that this topic has blessed you. I know we, uh, the Lord took it a little bit over, but I, I pray that you got something out of this on today. I uh, pray that you be blessed on today. I pray that you be well with your spirit, well with your soul. My my very prayer for this week for all of us is to, that we be blessed and that we walk in the pursuit of God that we pursue in the name of Jesus Christ in Jesus name God bless you I love you and as it states in Acts 2 and 38 then Peter said unto them repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the only way to see the Lord's face in peace. This is the only way to see the Lord's face one day in Jesus' name. God bless you. I love you. Um, to all of our listeners, I love you. To all of our sponsors, I love you in Jesus' name. I thank you for 
uh, tuning in to this episode of the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. And until next week, if you don't hear my voice again, if you don't hear my voice again, I'll say it like my grandmother used to say, who's gone on to be with the Lord now. And it's a true statement. If you don't hear my voice again, she used to say, if you don't see me again, but since you can't see me because this is a podcast, amen. If you do not hear my voice again, I'll say it like my grandmother said. I'll see you in the rapture of the church. God bless you in Jesus name. I love you. This is the Summit Internet Radio Podcast show with your host, Adam Tuggle. Be blessed. God bless you.